Welcome to the Eye on Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. I am down at the new pickleball courts at Truxton Park, and that's Truxton with a U, I understand, although there's a big debate on that, whether there's a U or an O at the end of it. But it's um, we are here with Sarah Aiken, who is technically the ambassador for pickleball within the city of Annapolis. But you are also the founder of a new, not a relatively new, I guess, local business called Eastport Pickleball. Yes, I am, John. I started up uh, Eastport Pickleball in 2016. We kicked off, we launched. At Happy the- five-year anniversary. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's good to still be around. <laughs> what is pickleball? Well, pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the U.S. It's a game that combines... I'm sorry? Did it overtake curling? I mean, I thought curling was the... The fastest growing sport? Yeah. Or jousting here in Maryland? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's a little bit more popular than jousting, I think. Um, It's a sport that's a combination of tennis, badminton, um, and ping pong, table tennis. The court is the third the size of a tennis court. It's 20 by 44, and it's very, very easy to learn. You play with a paddle, you've got a heavy-weighted wiffle ball, and you play to 11 points. You can play singles or doubles, but really, someone can be taught the game easily within an hour and be laughing in an hour and a half. Wow. Well, uh, you said it's the fastest growing sport. I mean, how long has it been around? Okay. It's a fairly new term to me. I mean, I do know it is. I, I walk at the rec center and I, you know, you see everybody down there setting up the setting up the nets and everything else. And I know that the city has just refurbished the tennis courts at Truxton Park and they also uh, installed pickleball courts outdoor. Um, but how long has it been around? So if you can believe it, it's been around since 1965. It was founded in... Bainbridge, on Bainbridge Island in uh, Seattle. A couple of dads were left watching the kids one summer stay, and they promised those kids the coolest game in the world, at which point they went scrambling into their closet with all the leftover right. sports equipment sure. and came up with the game of pickleball. And the rest, as you say, is history. Why pickle? Do you know? There are two reasons they called it pickleball, or two stories. One was the dog named Pickles would run after the ball. Makes sense. Okay. The other is that they were into boating, and I'm not sure, I think it was rowing, and the last people to show up for a, a race called the pickle boat it was just filled with the people that the dregs know, the dregs exactly and because it was the dregs equipment that they used that to fill sense. the sport yeah i like that i like that one better than the dog i actually think that's the truth but people think the dog is cute it's the dog it. it's the dog thing but, i mean what what is the difference okay my father used to play paddle ball paddle tennis or paddle ball on a paddle ball was on an elevated elevated, cor- court. elevated court outside it was sort of uh, i mean Yes. It was a hard, hard wood paddle um, that when as a little kid I may or may not have become a 
acquainted too with my backside and, <laughs> and a mouth here oh. or there or something like that. But uh, I mean, I mean, what is the difference? I mean, that was outside, and I know they had. Um, so that was, or we used to call it um, platform tennis. Mm -hmm. I know it was very popular during the winter, actually. Um, that's still around. This is different in that it's a solid paddle. Uh, it doesn't have holes in it or what have you. Uh, the court's very similar in size, but uh, the scoring is is different. And again, the game is a lot easier to play. You say easier and learn it within an hour, so you know any idiot can do it. Yes. Seemingly. What, are, I mean, how, how strenuous are we talking about? I mean, is this is this a, something applicable? To, I mean, obviously, you don't want somebody that's, you know, just coming off of quadruple bypass surgery to, to jump on the court. But, I mean, is this something that anybody can do of any age? I mean... Absolutely. Uh, the U.S. Open, the U.S. Open Pickleball Championships, the year I played in it, uh, which was 2017, the youngest player was eight and the oldest was 91. Fantastic. So, if you still have mobility, you can probably and that, that's play. becoming much more and more frequent. I, it, frequent's not the right word, but I mean, you're, you're seeing an older generation as you know the the boomers are aging. They're so active. They're out hiking. They're out rowing. They're paddleboarding. They're playing pickleball. They're playing tennis and golf, and they're active. I mean, I remember you know, my parents' generation certainly before you know you get to a certain age and it's like okay, we'll sit at home and. You know, and just wait for the end to come. But it's you know, no, we're going out kicking and screaming, which is which is the way I you know I want to go. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I do warn players that if you haven't been doing a lot of exercise or you haven't been involved in sports recently, that they need to stretch and they need to be very cautious when they first start pickleball, because just like Thanksgiving dinner when people have finished eating and someone says hey let's go play right. some touch football right and i think it's what thanksgiving day that the emergency room is at I its buy that. busiest yeah so we do get people coming onto the courts that don't remember that they may have aged or the body might be a little bit less the body responsive. says 60 but the mind says 15 <laughs> exactly and there have been incidents. Um, well, this the the movements in pickleball. I imagine are very similar to tennis. I mean, you know, you're stopping, you're starting, you're you know, you're twisting, you're turning. So footwork is probably very important. It is. And remember, because we're the third the size of a tennis court, you don't have to run as much. That's what makes it so much fun. <laughs> and if you're playing doubles, you know, you have half that court. So you just play play in your little box. You play in your little box, your little side of the box. How did you get involved in this? I mean, you, you said you were in the U.S. Open? US yeah, Open. the U.S. Open Pickleball Championships. In 2017, so that was four years ago. I mean, how long have you been doing pickleball? Well, I was first introduced to pickleball uh, when we were in the Bahamas. My husband and I are sailors, and we had sailed to this little island called uh, Green Turtle Key in the Abacos. And we were on the docks one morning when this woman approached me and asked if I wanted to play pickleball. I had no idea what it was. And I assumed immediately that it was a Bahamian game. I didn't, you know. So I went and I played and I thought it was a blast. We left the island and I never, when I came back the first year, I never thought of looking for it in the US because I thought it was a Bahamian game. We returned to the island the following year, 
And that's when I really started understanding more about the game, including the history. And realized that pickleball was brought to the Isle of Green Turtle Key by a fire chief who had retired from Seattle. So he had brought the nets, the balls, and the paddles. And that's why it was on the island. Okay. Interesting. So that, that was the bug that bit you. That was the bug that bit me. So what do you do when you get back to Annapolis and find that there's no pickleballs? Well, what happened was... Go back to the Bahamas. <laughs> not a bad deal. <laughs> exactly. I'm out of here, honey. Uh, no, what happened was that we came back and there was. Someone had started a pickleball club here in Annapolis and I joined them. And that pickleball club, just a quick fact, is over a thousand people. Uh, today. In fact, we are the largest pickleball club, the Annapolis Pickleball Club in the state of Maryland. We have, I think last check, around 1,100 members and we are growing quite quickly. But back to the island, um, me getting the bug, I came home, looked for a paddle of my own, decided that there wasn't anything out there that was appropriate. And what way? What, what makes a what makes a pickleball paddle appropriate or inappropriate? Well, I mean, maybe some graphics on it, but I mean, <laughs> other than that, I mean, what what is the I mean, what is the difference with mine? Uh, my paddle has a superior exterior. What makes a good paddle? What? Oh, good question. Paddles differ by weight, length, width. Now they have to be a combination of length and width. They can be no more than twenty four inches. They cannot have a trampoline effect. Okay. There's a certification process for paddles. There's the USA Pickleball Association. And so all paddles go through a certification to... So they're testing to make sure it's not giving when the ball hits it and that the, the measurements are... Yes, they're, they're trying to provide a fair playing field for all competitors so that one paddle does not per se give you an advantage over another right but the interestingly enough i was very lucky because being in the nautical industry being you know sailing what have you the materials for the paddles are very light and are used on boats and okay. so that helped quite a bit but the paddles we the ones i manufacture have a polypropylene core and the polypropylene core sits between a very thin layer of fiberglass. And then on top of the fiberglass, I have designs. I've seen your design. They look sort of lily ish Yes, well, they're very posh. You see, sometimes, you know, you like to be noticed out there on the mm -hmm. court. And maybe when you're not winning the game, you're still looking smart with our paddles. <laughs> But what's even better is, of course... It's right, it's right. you might as well look good. If you, if you can't be good, you might as well look good, right? Well, <laughs> you know, you're always looking good with our paddles on the court. <laughs> and they will help you win, but... Well, how, how did you start eSportPickleball.com? And that is the website, right? eSportPickleball.com? It is. It's eSportPickleball.com. eSport because... Here. Here in Annapolis, I am considered an East Puerto Rican, as we know, because... Okay. We have that tug of war every year, That's true. and we we take great pride. And I 
decided I would name my company Are you native of Annapolis? No, I'm not. However, I am a direct descendant of Thomas Jennings, who was the second owner of the Packa House and the first attorney general of Maryland. Oh, okay. And a mayor. Yeah. Where, where, where are you from originally? Originally, I'm from New York, right on the border of Greenwich, uh, Connecticut, okay. New York. Just about an hour outside the city. We right. had a place in the country, but I'm really a, a country girl. I mean, country girl, not a city girl. Right. Okay. So, Eastport Pickleball, we said we can build a better mousetrap. Right. Well, I, I didn't think there was a good mousetrap out there for me, so I started doing a lot of research and learned about materials, learned about glues, learned about trims. But this was before Amazon. Yeah. So I had package arri- packages arriving at uh, our home <laughs> at least a couple times a week trying to put pieces together to make a paddle. Now, there was no book on... Pickleboard paddle, sure. To how to make a pickleball paddle. And I was in the market before Head. Um, I was in the market before Wilson Paddles came on. I was manufacturing paddles when there were only about 50 manufacturers. Today, there are well over 100. Oh, uh, it's amazing. It was an interesting learning curve. It was about it was a vertical learning curve, really. Well, how, how large is Eastport Pickleball? I mean, you, you talk about Head and Wilson. And I, I, mean, I imagine there is a factory in some place that is churning out thousands of those a day. And I'll go out on a limb here and think that there's probably not a thousand Eastport Pickleball paddles churning out, out of Eastport <laughs> Pickleball a day. Well, our dining room table turns into a factory a couple times a week, and I still make Wait a minute, you paddles. make them right here? Oh, they are made by me on my dining room table. So these are handmade? Yes, they are. Okay, so we haven't we haven't offshore this to Glen Burnie or anything like that? No, in fact, the artwork is printed by a local printer. I try to use local businesses. That is awesome. Thank you. That is also so you're you're producing paddles every week. Yes, I am. That's a, that's cool. Thank you. I mean, this is sort of a surprise career. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a real surprise career, and and as I said, I had to teach myself a lot. In fact, I filed my um, own trademark, and I had never filed a trademark before, and that was that was interesting because I didn't use a lawyer. The PTO, the Patent and Trademark Office, would call me up directly and say, Hi, Sarah, we have your trademark request here. Did you mean to say this? I was like, yes. Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, that's exactly what I meant to say. What's what's your background? I mean, what prior to pickleboarding? So, um, my background is finance, uh, accounting, budgeting, forecasting in the uh, satellite industry. Okay, so you've got the, the math end of this thing, this business down pretty well. So you had to learn the whole... Usually it's the other way around. Usually it's like I, I, I've come up with a great idea and I've made this stuff and I'm, I'm good at this. Now I just don't know how to do the math and sell it. You've got the opposite way. Right, well, it was funny because we, when we went to that little island in uh, the Bahamas, I started doing menu boards to keep busy. You're not allowed, obviously, when you're in the Bahamas, you're a guest, you're not allowed to be employed, but to keep busy, to do something, I started drawing and doing the menu boards for various restaurants on the island because I thought it was fun. And that's when I learned I could draw. 
And so I never knew that I had any sort of artistic talent late, before. Like a latent artist in there. Like <laughs> a latent artist. And so that's why, um, that, that's how I came up with some of the designs of our paddles. In fact, if you look at my logo, you'll see that there's a green turtle in there because it would always remind me where I learned how to play pickleball, green turtle key. That's neat. Thank you. I, lo I love when you see art aspects and uh, it's not really an easter egg i mean because it's always there but uh do you know liz lind who she's an, was an artist in town she's i think she's down in florida now but she went but she always incorporates no matter what the picture is it's it's a lot of annapolis stuff but it has a sun uh, oh, and it's just and, and she says you know the sun just brings life to everything and I, and I love that that it's you've got the green turtle that's there that so you i mean that's that's your signature that it's an eastport pickleball paddle Yes, all of our paddles have a turtle, have a, and it's a sea turtle. But being back in Maryland now, I try to call it a terrapin every so often. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're kind of a little bit funny about that. <laughs> well, I used to do a podcast with a friend. We called the Maryland Crabs, and we made the mistake when we first did the logo. It was not a blue crab; it was some sort of other crab. And somebody said, "Wait a minute." That one claw is bigger than the other, and it was just, you know, we were, we were like we were like heathens. It was like, you know, go go back to Maine or someplace else, and you know, we don't. You know. So we corrected it pretty quickly. So I, I get the sensitivity on the. Uh... I'll have to show you my um, crab design paddle because the graphic artist I was working with wasn't from Maryland. I'm like, oh no, no, this is all wrong. You you have to <laughs> make, you know. Um, the back class, you know, right? Why spread them out? Absent the religion and the snakes, you're kind of like the evangelist for pickleball in Annapolis. You know, I'm very fortunate in, in that I discovered pickleball on an island and brought it back and found out that it was here. But yes, I'm I live and breathe pickleball. It's it's 24/7 for me. But I love it. Once you learn how to play the sport, you know, it consumes you. It's, Is it's, your family into it? My husband started playing, yes. Um, my sister plays a bit because we were, we came from a tennis background. But um, the grandchildren are over in England, and it's very big in England. Um, but I still am trying to get them a little bit more into A little, little, little bit more, uh, a little bit more excited. Yes. I don't think they have the same passion, but they have the patience. So right. I appreciate that. Do you get eye rolls from your husband when you roll out the stuff on the, the dining room table every week? You know, he has the patience of a saint. <laughs> he really does. He's from Ireland, too. He has that thick Irish accent. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, but he, he deserves kudos. I don't know how he does it. And I don't know if I would be as good as he if the shoe were on the other foot. Oh, good. Well, it works. That works. But your evangelism has taken you places in Annapolis. I mean, you were named, and I, I, I'm going to admit it, I somewhat snickered when I got the word from the mayor's office that they're naming a pickleball ambassador for the city of Annapolis. And uh, and, and, I, and I can see it. It did make sense. I mean, it's, as I said, at the Pickmore Rec Center, I sit there and I see the, the nets and everything else going up, and it's just daily. There's just a flow of people in and out. So, I mean, it's really taken over. And they you were the, the face of pickleball. Well, and I'm very fortunate in, in that respect uh, to have introduced a lot of people who play here in Annapolis to the game. There's nothing I enjoy more than introducing pickleball to new people. 
to see them get passionate about the sport that I love is so rewarding. And that's what really keeps me going. I am not the greatest pickleball player. It's confession time here. I'm good at introducing the sport. When you get to a certain point and your skills really need further development, we've got some wonderful coaches in the area. But again, what I like is to introduce the people to the sport. And I think that that's why I'm the ambassador. I like to go bring people in. And well, there have been several things. I mean, I know the mayor, you've had the, I think it's called the Mayor's Cup. That yes. uh, was obviously thwarted in 2020 or whatever that year that we... Shown. We were actually able to have it. Was that the one that ended up being up on the streets? Yes. So... What happened was it was supposed to take place on the 21st of March. As was everything. As was everything. <laughs> and because my husband's from Ireland, he reads the foreign press quite a bit. And we knew something was up. And it, was, it hadn't hit here yet. So when it did, uh, we weren't surprised. Uh, we had to cancel the tournament with a caveat that I wanted to do it later in the year. But we didn't know what was coming. So... They canceled the boat show for the first time. Right. There is an organization called the World Pickleball Federation, and they decided that on 10-10-20, which is the starting score for when right. you play pickleball, that they were going to make it World Pickleball Day. Well, that's a Hallmark holiday. <laughs> there's no, there's, there's not even any cards for that one. You ought to get on that. You ought to, you ought to get your little Eastport pickleball designs on cards and put them up and put them down at Annabeth's on Maryland <laughs> Avenue for World Pickleball Day. That's not a bad idea. Well, what happened was suddenly 1010, which was the boat show, became available, and people were outside, and we were able to play outside. So I took advantage of the opportunity, decided that we would have the Mayor's tournament on the same day outside. So what I decided to do was to break up the brackets in the tournament. So we had two brackets in the harbor um, just right. off of Susan Campbell Park. And then we had uh, another three brackets on the top of Hillman Garage. Right. We put four courts. And then... That was the challenging one because you had to go work between all the holes in the floor. Yes. Well, and then we did. It was just a dig for Gavin there. Get the damn thing built. <laughs> you know? Well, it's right next to his office, right. too. So he could run out and practice. Right. You know? He's a great player, by the way. He's, don't, don't, don't let his, don't, that'll go to his head. Don't. <laughs> Gavin is a wonderful player. He's better than me, I'll tell you. But, um, so, and then we did West Street. And we right. do West Street every Wednesday night now. Um, right. right. During dinner so, under the stars. Exactly. So it turned out to be a lot of fun. Does the ambassadorship pay well? Do you have like security and cars and stuff like that shuttling around town? You know, I, I don't want to brag about the bennies for the ambassadorship. Um, some people call you honorable. It's some people don't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are, however, um, written up in Pickleball magazine where they noted that we are the first city in the U.S to have a pickleball ambassador. That's pretty cool. Yes, I, I'm very happy for it, obviously. Well, I'll tell you, Sarah, you, I mean, your passion certainly shows through this. I mean, uh, you, I can sit here and say, I mean, you sit there and say, I live and breathe pickleball. You tell me that, right? As I sit here and I look at you with your pickleball shirt and your pickleball shorts, and I'm gonna go look in the back of your car, and I'm sure there's a pickleball bumper sticker on the back <laughs> of the car. <laughs> and I, I pop the trunk, and I'm sure there's probably a box full of pickleball paddles. So. 
<laughs> maybe a sketch in your purse with the, the next pickleball paddle thing that may be there. I'm working on it. <laughs> so, and it is, but I mean, how difficult is it? I mean, to me, it looks like all you need is a pair of sneakers and a, and a paddle. And that's what makes it so attractive, really. It's not a large investment when you start. And, and a damn lacrosse and hockey. And <laughs> yeah, no, this is much, much easier. Just a good pair of court shoes, gym shoes, and that's it. We provide paddles. I provide balls, paddles for everybody. Um, and just a willingness to play. When you say you provide the balls and paddles for everybody, that's everybody that's in, within the pickleball club, or is that? If you come to an introductory class, I will provide everybody. Thing. Uh, and the reason is, you know, people are hesitant to run out and buy the equipment until sure. they know whether they like the sport. That so. makes sense. That makes sense. And I mean, you, you said the learning curve is about an hour. You can you could get. Absolutely. Some level of competency there, and it's just... Now, is there a difference between indoor and outdoor? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the rules are the same. The rules are the same. I started the program uh, at the Y over in Arnold, mm -hmm. and that used to be the Big Vanilla. Right. So those are actual tennis courts that are covered. Okay. So when you say indoor, Pitt Moyer, for right. example, we have courts that we set up there, tempor temporary right. courts. Now that surface is either the basketball surface or in the auxiliary gym, it's like a rubberized, hard rubberized surface. Sure. That's where you use a different ball. There are special balls made for indoor surfaces like that. And the other balls that are referred to as outdoor balls are made for court surfaces, like tennis court surfaces. Okay, well, we're looking here, at, oh, we're looking at the Pip Moyer courts here, okay, and this is a, a hard surface, I'm assuming, probably a different word, but I'll say concrete for lack of a better word. Um, yeah, and these are outdoor balls. That surface is exactly the same as the tennis surface. As a, in the indoor rec center? Um, oh, as a tennis court? A Do they play pickleball on grass courts? That just recently has been done, and I'm going to have to see those films, but they were just talking, Ben Johns, who's the number one player in the world, who's from Maryland, he and all his family, and he attends the University of oh, Maryland, um, was just talking about that. I haven't seen it, but we do play on clay courts. Okay. The Baltimore Country Club has all clay courts, and Ben Johns' brother, Colin Johns, who's number one in men's doubles because he plays with his brother in the world, he teaches at Baltimore Country Club. Interesting. Yes, actually, the state of Maryland has, to me, the, the largest number of pro players than any other state. Um, the seniors pro, uh, Paul Olin, went to the academy, and he lives here. He's wonderful. Uh, he's a wonderful player. And as, as we sit here, we see a group of teens and their father walk by. So, I mean, it is every, every age that, that jumps in on this. Yes, and it's nice. It is getting younger, uh, which is great. It's interesting. Pickleball started as a game created for kids, but it became popular with seniors, and now it's kind of going So back it's like to the Facebook of sports. Yes. Kids all loved Facebook way back when. Now then, when the grown-ups came in, they were like, okay, we're out of here. <laughs> we're out of here. Bring on TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> but do you find, I mean, pickleball, you said, has been around since the 60s. So, I mean, has, I mean, does this, it's fairly new to me. It's fairly new to us here. Um, I mean, does this have staying power here? I think so. Um, pickleball grew 20% last year um, between 19... Uh, 
excuse me, 2019 and 2020, it, it really is the fastest growing sport. We have 4.2 million players in the U.S. alone. I believe now we're up to 57 countries around the world are playing pickleball. They are, they being the USA Pickleball Association is going out of its way to try to get it into the Olympics. That sounds like it's, a, sounds like it's here to stay. Yes. I love that the Olympics are adjusting to the times. And um, what did I hear that was going in the next time around? There was, there was a new sport that was coming in and I was pretty happy to hear about it. it was, uh, skateboarding got in there this time. And in 2024, there was something else that was jumping in. I can't remember what it was. Jousting? No, nah, I don't think that was in there. I don't think that was in there. But uh, I, 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 <laughs> that I know it's a Maryland thing. Yeah, I just yeah. thought I'd have well, to. I know, I know there's there's a big thing, totally totally off topic, but there's a, a push to get pole dancing in the Olympic, and it's not this whole you know ball block in Baltimore thing. But I mean, have you ever like the gyms that? It's it's acrobatics. It's not easy. Oh, I mean, you sit there and you look at the, these women doing. It's like. Oh my word! How you know? How is that? How is the body physically able to you know bend out on a ninety degree <laughs> angle, hanging on a you know on on a narrow pole? To well, you know, it's it's funny you say that because you will be deceived on the pickleball court with the players. If you get a little old lady across from you Ooh, with I'm, maybe a few knee braces, wait, I'm, I'm taking notes here. Wait a minute, this is okay. Well, what, so what's her which what, what's her name? <laughs> I'm just telling you, don't take it easy on her. She's gonna, she's gonna put you to shame. Is, is, is the level of competition fierce? We have extremely good players in the Annapolis Pickleball Club uh, and the area, obviously. Yes, it can get very, very competitive, which again is why I really like introducing the sport to people. I love to see people smile when they start learning this sport, when they laugh at each other. One of the best things about pickleball too is that you're very close to your competitor. And trash talk is part of pickleball. Okay, so you, I mean, you're physically close, and so when I get that little lady with the knee braces and I get a, get a good point on her, I completely all over it and <laughs> gloat a little bit. It, it was funny, when my kids were growing up, we used to you know, play games and play backgammon and diff, just different games, and I'm like, I will, I will give you tips, I will teach you and stuff like that, but I said, when we go to play, I play to win. So when you beat me, you go to school in the morning and you you can stand proud and thump your chest and say that yeah you kicked my ass okay and, and legitimately you did I said I did not I do not let you I do not let my kids win uh, I'll teach them I'll give them the tips and but it's uh, well you know that players get better they realize that they need to play somebody at a higher skill level in fact to improve yeah and like any sport I think that's when you start realizing that lessons are important, clinics are important, because the better players start separating themselves. Right, yeah. Whereas, I'm bring me a beginner, who else can I beat? I mean... True, true, it gets, it gets boring. It, it, it would get boring if you're constantly not getting the challenge there. Correct, How correct. do people get involved in pickleball here at this point in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County? Well, again, as I said, the Annapolis Pickleball Club has a great program. They provide uh, introductory lessons. Where do they go to? The uh, Annapolis Pickleball page. Um, we have a Facebook page. And I'm just, if you 
look up in any sort of search engine, Annapolis Pickleball Club, you'll find. I am the treasurer of okay. the Annapolis Pickleball Club, but also you can contact me. Uh, um, I also do the program at the Y in Arnold. Uh, I introduced pickleball at Mears Marina, uh, which is the marina that when we first bought our boat, we kept it Mears years ago. And they've got some outdoor courts too, right? Yes. So on June 2nd of 2018, I introduced or had our first beginner's session uh, at Mears Marina. And just over a year later, they installed six totally dedicated pickleball courts. Nice. Yes. Nice. And they've got a good, good crew out there playing it all the time? Yes. It's very, very popular. Is pickleball year-round? I mean, I, obviously indoor you can play. I mean, I'm, I'm presuming in February this you could, but it'd probably be pretty miserable out here. Well, COVID really uh, brought everyone outdoors. And so many of us, especially at Mirrors, uh, the first year, we, we go clear the snow and play. So in a sense, it's, it, it is year-round. That's neat. Yeah, it's and if, it, if it's brutal, I mean, you either just don't play or you go go in, find a place where you can do it indoors, whether it be right. at, at the uh, Y in Arnold or... Pitt Moyer. Pitt Moyer or great. other places. Yeah. This is great. Annapolis Pickleball Club. Google it, join it, and give it a shot. Or give me a call. Right. best way to get a hold of you is at eSportPickleball.com? eSportPickleball.com. Um, yeah, email me at Pickleball Sarah. Everyone calls me Pickleball Sarah. Okay. Um, then that's what I'm going to call you. Pickleball Sarah Gmail. Yeah. <laughs> Pickleball Sarah at Gmail? Pickleball Sarah at Gmail.com. Okay. And there's it's no easy. H on that, Sarah. No, that's right. Okay. It's just S-A-R-A. You spell it the modern way, I guess it is. It's, uh, I, I don't know which, one, which, which came first <laughs> or whatever. This is, this is interesting. I mean, this I'm, I'm learning something new. I mean, I've known it was around, and I think this is, this is great. I mean, you've brought... Uh, you know, some more exercise for people for the community. It's a fun sport. It's and and I love that you said you've got kids from knee high to to ninety that we do. can go at it. Yeah, we do. It's a lot of fun. And as I said, I mean, if I didn't get addicted, and creating the paddles is really what made me realize that I had a problem. <laughs> I had a pickleball problem. Question for you: Were you athletically motivated younger in your youth and? I mean, were you the, the jock in high school? And I was. I, I did field hockey. Okay. Softball. That is a nasty sport. I also was um, an ice hockey player. I was the first woman on an all-male team. Ice hockey, it was prior to the Supreme Court ruling, which prevented women playing in contact sports. Um, but I was a right wing but back then, I was um, 14 years old, and we were all about the same size. Right. <laughs> so it didn't. But I was an ice hockey player, and actually, just as a side note, it amazed me to see the women um, win the gold in the Olympics for ice hockey. You know, a couple years ago, I was, yeah, I was proud. So yes, I was a jock. Listening. Okay, fair enough. Sarah Aiken from Eastport Pickleball. Thank you very much. EastportPickleball.com is where you want to go to check out the beautiful rackets, not rackets, beautiful paddles, uh, and, and the designs. And I am totally impressed that they are made right here in Eastport in um, your living room, or your dining room. Dining room. Dining room table, yeah. It's it's a great place. But, you know, and, and just a quick note is we've been talking about Annapolis. Um, I competed in the French Open years ago. So 
if you learn here in Annapolis, um, the world's your oyster. You can go anywhere and find the sport. How did you join the French Open? I, I took bronze in singles. I'm a singles player. Thank you. That's awesome. It was great. That's amazing. Back in 2019, yeah. Now, where's so the metal hanging? In the dining room? So, <laughs> that, Over the production line? Yeah. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's hanging with a few others. Um, tournaments are fun, too. So, but how many tournaments do you play? Do you, is that a big now? Is that a big part of your life? Is traveling to the tournaments? It has become that. Yes, I mean I've I've been lucky enough. I've I've taken bronze in the um, World Pickleball Championships down in Florida, and um, so that means you're the third best in the world at, by, I, at, at that point with at those my judges. Level, <laughs> which is, yeah, I'm not I'm not a pro by any stretch, and um, I'm just an average social player but I play singles not a lot of people play singles do they have professional pickleball players oh yes oh I'm, it's huge I mean I really with like the sponsorships and, and the whole and yes wow and I think it was about $250,000 I think was the number that Ben Johns the number one player mm -hmm. in the world who attends the University of Maryland he's a materials engineer and I think it was two hundred and fifty. dollars thousand he thought he was going to pull in this year from all of his sponsorships that's numbers right that's crazy yeah it really has taken off um we have the ppa which is the professional pickleball association and the app which is the association of professional pickleball players um next year there are going to be 31 APP tournaments, 20 PPA tournaments. You have nationals, you have, which is held in California. You have tournament of champions and um, you'll have the international tournaments. In fact, last year I was supposed to be competing at the English Open. I was supposed to play singles on July 4th. And I was so looking forward to going back to England on July 4th to win at singles. And of course we had COVID. Sorry, Tom. On a tournament, I, I mean, I'm, I'm watching these guys um, over your shoulder play pickleball, and I mean, they're all being honest and talking trash and everything else among themselves. But is that, is that how it works in a tournament, or do they have officials that like tennis? You know, it's like with the mark and the faults and the out and the in, or is it? Um, typically, in a tournament, you play two out of three games, and the officials um, are available for mostly medal matches. So, with the U.S. Open, for instance, okay. um, if you're not playing at the pro level, you don't get a referee until you get to the medal, medal matches. The pro level, you get uh, referees at every okay. match. Okay, so you're on, you're, on, you're on the honor system or whoever can there beat up whoever. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on, on what you've done. I mean, you've really taken nothing and made uh, a, a huge movement here in Thank Annapolis you. and Anne Arundel County. Eastportpickleball.com is where you want to go to check out um, all of the paddles. Pickleball Sarah with no H at gmail.com would be a, a great email to get in touch with Sarah Aiken, who can probably answer a lot more questions than I could figure out here at this point. But congratulations. And uh, do you, does your ambassadorship expire like after like he loses office or gets two, two terms? I mean, do you have to be reappointed by... Uh, well, I've held the ambassadorship for two years and... Um, <laughs> 
actually, that's a question I'll have to ask Gavin. I think thus far he's been very happy with my. Well, you know, I, I will say that even if he, you know, uh, you know, goes out when he goes out of office, whether it be this election or the next election, where he's termed out. You know, there's a lot of politicians that do leave very capable people in in positions. So I think I think you're pretty safe. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I was worried, John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you, John. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.